Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Debating Dads podcast, brought to you by the Brolit Factory, brolitfactory.com. This is your man, Nather, here. That's my man, Josh. Hey. That's my man, Quincy. What's up? And as always, these dads got something to say. That's right. It being Ramadan, the Muslim month of fasting, and at the beginning it was Easter and Passover, not to mention other traditions around the world, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about the role um, faith plays, and by extension, the role that it plays in our family and specifically our children's lives. Um, I used to be a former multi-faith educator. Uh, That was my thing. What that meant is that the university that I was at, I deal with students from all around the world grappling with questions of meaning, identity, faith, non-faith. What does that mean in a modern society, especially with these ancient traditions? So to get started, um, generally your faith, you know, and I put faith in quotations because that means a lot of things. Um, It comes from different places and how it was taught to you will often determine your relationship to it. So for you, Josh, what were your first, what was your first relationship with faith? Um, my first relationship with faith was a very, I don't know, I would say confusing slash, um, fearful. Um, (laughs) my, uh, my dad was, uh, or is a Rastafarian, um, meaning he has his own set of beliefs. Um, not sure. Can't really go into all what they mean. Um, yeah, we used to read the Bible, or he used to read the Bible to us until we were old enough to read it ourselves, which uh, meant that um, we would be kind of trapped in the house on Sundays, meaning that means no fun, no <laughs> no noise, nothing, until, uh, until he said it was okay, <laughs> or until he was done his, his prayers upstairs which kind of lasted like half the day. And um, then we were, then we, we'd have to recite Psalms and listen to him. Do, do you know any Psalms? Um, just the 23rd Psalm. How does it go? Um, I don't know. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me besides the water. I don't know. I can't remember. It's, it's there. Man. It's, kind, like but it's I, kind of in it, the memory, it's right? It's in there, yeah. It's in there, but uh, it also comes with a lot of horrible memories as well. So <laughs> it's it's something that I've tried to block out and just push away, like kind of like how I push away religion. <laughs> so interesting. So so me. so Quincy, for for example, that I mean that's a great point. So that's a one experience. What about you? Where were your earliest notions of faith formation? Well, uh, with me, um, it's more uh, of my mom. She. Uh, instilled it in us um sundays we would get ready uh you know put on your uh sunday's finest clothing you know your your fancy sunday, new sunday shoes best. you know Cheers. yeah sunday's best yeah, so uh you know you, you get dressed like you know sharp uh, looking good and then you you know get together go to go to sunday school you know uh, my mom go, uh, would go to her service and uh, you know it, it was a pleasant it was a pleasant experience for me, you know, um, it would mostly be, uh, her sisters and, and their kids and, you know, my cousins and everything We would all be in the church and, you know, it would be a fun time for us. So I, um, I never really had a bad experience with religion, you know, um, even now I would say to this day, 
um, usually when we have our family get-togethers, uh, um, my cousin, uh, who is a, a pastor, would always uh, pray for everyone. And it would always be positive. So we kind of grew with religion, you know, in, in a positive way. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Like, I still have, like, things that religion has instilled in me and that's made me a, a better person like gave me morals and gave me kind of like restrictions and boundaries you know what i mean like as much as religion has its flaws it's it has its you know benefits too i mean that that is a great point because i have sort of something like a hybrid has some fantastic memories growing up as a young adult muslim and then some challenging ones like some of my best memories are going with my father and my grandfather who's now deceased to Friday prayers right and it was like a, it was like such a connection like that I've held on to and with my kids right like you know for for Muslims Friday is the Sunday where you go and our reward is you get like a halal pizza slice right mm -hmm. like you know what's, like, what's included in this halal pizza slice so they'd be like instead of like instead of like pork pepperoni Muslims would have like beef pepperoni mm, and it's like the, slaughtered the dry like, one yeah the that, that, yeah it's, it's all right <laughs> So it's like, hey, listen, you're like, you're like, you're like 12, right? So it's great. No, I know, I know. And, and, and then at the same time, you also have memories of like being, you know, going to McDonald's and only you could eat a fish fillet because that was like whatever. Or for example, or, or, or for example, I mean, it's still a good sandwich. I will say it's, it. Oh, is oh, it a real fish? It's, no, it's, it's kind not. of the worst sandwich on the menu right now, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, you're right. It's, it's called these goddamn. But it's yeah. also, it's also, I think part of my negativity came around it is, always feeling you were the other, particularly, I mean, now there's lots of Muslims in, let's say, the greater Toronto area, but I grew up in Pickering, Ontario, where we weren't that many. And, yeah. you know, you always felt, oh, if you got to pray or like, you know, what, what, what is your faith? And you always felt like a little defensive because you weren't the dominant, right? And you know, there was also like lots of like stereotypes around you. This is even long before 9-11 sort of growing up. Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, generally, you know, take that into adulthood, you know, especially when I was like 18, my first day of university was 9-11. Um, so like there's like all sorts of political stuff with your faith and whatnot. Uh, and as a 38-year-old man years later, um, there's all these wonderful memories, but there's also these these challenging things. Like I will, I will say like it's Ramadan, we're fasting right now. I've been doing this for 30 years. People are like, mm -hmm. oh my God, how could you do that? Whatever. But a lot of people want to understand the sense of community you feel like when you're breaking fast with your fellow brothers and sisters in faith or you're going to the mosque. Obviously you can't do that in COVID right now, mm -hmm. but those feelings of euphoria. But then there's times in your life where you're like, man, all of this doesn't necessarily make sense to me. Right? Is it euphoria and I, and I think, or is it like hunger? I mean, it could be both. Like, right? we're, we're like, 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 we're like. Sometimes you're like, I would never eat that outside or, of like. Or is it deliria? Like, well, just delirious you, from. You know what I actually remember uh, back in the days, uh, growing up in the Netherlands, um, when uh, my friends would break fast. Uh, you know, they would call it uh, like, like you know, the, the the parties and everything that would happen. Call it Zakert Feast, like a yeah. sweet party. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> They would always bring all these goodies to, to work, I mean, uh, to school for us. And, you know, it was it was a good, you know, that, that was one memory that I have of Ramadan back in the days through my friends, right? So yeah, it, was, it was cool. It's good because it also brings to, to our next point is like, how has faith identity evolved as you grew up? Like, what parts of it do you pass on to your children? So like uh, yesterday, as an example, um, 
you know, my, 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 my two boys were, were fasting, right. And like, you know, they're, they're up in the morning and there's that excitement. And my daughter, who's much younger is like, why didn't you wake me up? She doesn't keep a fast. She's too young for her. Right. But there's that, there's just like passing on these traditions, which some would call like cultural or religious or whatnot to the next generation is it's a point of pride. However, people are going to practice it. Mm. It's still you as a parent are part of that lineage, right? And I think you're, you have grandparents in the mix and whatever. Um, I, I think it's also like out, out of respect for a lot of us have talked about that, like your parents have instilled some certain values. And part of it is you're, you have a certain way you practice your faith and they have a certain way. But when it comes to the kids, it's like you're trying to pass on the best of all those worlds so they can yeah. make their own decisions, right? They will have to make their own decisions. But what about you, like Josh? Like in terms of like, what do you pass down to your kids? Um, when it comes to religion, I don't pass down anything. Um, I leave that up to the schools. <laughs> um, and they I go learned to Catholic school, right? Yeah, they go to Catholic school. Like I went to Catholic school as well, and I learned about all the religions, right? So it's like you you hear about like this one and that one like their mother's like buddhist so they're they have that side too right so it's like they they have so many options and so many things coming in it's just like i just let them make up their own mind like it's they're gonna grow up and make a decision anyways like and then and then they'll hear what i gotta say about it later (laughs) and that if they wanna if they wanna maintain that thought process or follow along or become like devote christians like that's totally fine too just don't be knocking on my door on sunday preaching the word of god it's like no 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 full circle here and it turns <laughs> over with none of that yeah i'm gonna be sleeping <laughs> what, 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 what about you quincy how does it how does it uh, affect the way you pass it on to your kids or not well i would say whatever i pass on would be more of a watered down version for what i received because mm-hmm. uh, i don't go to church on sundays uh, i would go let's say on the important uh important uh days at, like the new year's or christmas uh, you know stuff like that easter maybe? but uh uh easter yeah so easter cheese, as well yo. you know They'd pass that down real quick uh yeah bun and cheese my mom would would mm-hmm. get up and bake and uh you know we won't have any meat you guys have uh, the fry fish you have the fry uh, fish Fry fish, have you? All that same stuff mm. that you have, right? So, fun yes, fact, cabbage? fun fact, the filet fish was created to ha- stop slumping sales on Friday for Catholics. Yeah. Like, and it was either between that and pineapple on a bun. What are you talking about? They just go and get fish and chips. Yeah, no, you, know, but... you know what? You know, you know, another thing I actually remember from uh, being in the Netherlands as well. Uh, on Sundays, everything used to be closed. Mm. all the stores in ontario Ontario, it used to be the same way there's the very famous court case where i can't remember who was actually fought to remain open on sundays but it used to be that way here so so sundays you know as a kid as a kid growing up sundays you're you're bored you're like why is everything closed there's nowhere to go (laughs) (laughs) there's one place to go bro i was supposed to be in church right his family um as Christian, uh, so she is surrounded by a lot of uh, 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 members of her family that uh, that follow the faith. Like, uh, and uh, my my son's mother, um, she is more of a spi- uh, spiritual person. I think she was actually uh, Catholic, but she is more, you know, interested in uh, Buddhism and stuff like that. So she uh, she has her own. Uh, spirituality that she uh 
passes on to him. And me, yeah, I, um, I mean, I don't follow anything by the book, but uh, my son used to uh, go to uh, an after-school program at the church where he would learn about the Bible and stuff like that. And his name is also a biblical name. So there are influences there for them. My name is also biblical, by the way. Joshua. I have my own book. That's right. I have two of my own books. One I wrote, and, and one. And I think just wrote. your 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 point on like you know like the 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 families of your exes and co-parenting, like mm. th- there is that whole balance, right? And Josh, you alluded to it earlier, is that especially you know as co-parents, right? We practice notions of religion, spirituality, different versions of the same, or even completely different faiths altogether. And mm. you know, for your children. Um, you know, how does that sort of mix kind of work? So it's, it's really interesting that for, you know, my ex and I, like, you know, we met at a particular point in our life when we were both students in the Muslim Students Association. And we were sort of that, that ideal, naive narrative notion of Islam, right? Like, um, and I think we've, we're definitely both Muslims, but like, it's, I always call it like a la carte Islam, where like, what mm-hmm. may be a big deal to her now? Yeah, and I think that's like religion in the modern world generally. It's like the Mandarin. I don't know if there's an equivalent for everyone else. That's like there used to be a Chinese buffet that's now closed oh, with COVID. I thought you were talking but about the Mandarin. Ten rings. The ten, no, the ten rings. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's going to be dope. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm talking about the Mandarin restaurant. It's like you come and you pick what you want. And it, mm. I think sometimes having conversations with my ex about like what are we instilling and how do we differ, right? Because I think to Josh's point, you're right. The children are ultimately going to make up their decision, their minds. But I think seeing that variety can sometimes be complimentary, but sometimes it's going to be downright confusing, right? Because mm. it's like sometimes some belief systems do not like mesh they well don't, together. No, they don't, right? Mm. And, and, and I think, you know, for example, you know, both Islam and Christianity are monotheistic religions, as an example, meaning they believe in one God, right? Okay. Thank uh, they you. believe in one God. So, <laughs> right. So like, but like other ones like Buddhism, Hinduism, Jainism, they're more like Dharmic ones or like more philosophies, right? Where there isn't mm-hmm. a notion of a, of a God. And, 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 there's and, more like idols and they pray to this well, guy listen, there, 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 there may be god, in, god in, 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 there may be god in senses but like but it's not the same as you know as i said the abrahamic faith judaism islam christianity mm-hmm. like so and, and as, as somebody who ha- came from a multi-faith background it's like you also add into the fact you've got modern secularism of like no religion right you've got the infused in there the right? and, and it's just how does that kind of work so uh for 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 both of us we touched on this but for you quincy specifically um like how do you navigate the fact that when you may be teaching your child maybe a little bit different than what the mothers of of you know will come back is that a challenge is that complimentary do you have discussions about it like how does it work well truthfully i don't really think about it you know i just I just pass on what I can pass on or whatever. Mm. Uh, I mean, their, their moms pass on to them. That's, you know, that's what they, that's for them to uh, absorb. Right. So, I mean, when it all comes together in their mind, that's when they decide, okay, what do I choose to keep? What do do I want to get rid of? Right. So I don't really think about it. I just, you know, as long as I know that what I'm uh, giving to them is positive you know, it will help them improve, you know, create a great, uh, help them create a, a, a decent character. 
you know it it's that's all that's important to me like i don't really, not murderers, uh, yeah. yeah i don't really put too much thought into what i'm pa- what 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 the murders is passing on but i'm i'm confident that it won't be anything anything that will be detrimental to their uh development yeah and and i think just to add that point like you know we we also have um the role that our parents play we talked about how it like passes on so like for example i always joke i go my mother is this sweet but yet stern conservative pakistani muslim woman who prays five times a day and she's especially post our split she's very you know before i go into this grave i'm going to pass on as much as i can just like my her mom did to me right a mm. lot of my faith and information so much is learned from my grandparents my my grandfather taught me Quran, which is like the Muslim holy book, um, like Arabic recitation. Like, and, and it's like that; th- those lessons are still in- instilled, those value systems. So you speak because Arabic? I can read Arabic. A lot of Muslims, most, just here's a fun fact. Most Muslims around the world don't understand Arabic, but are, are, there's a training system where you can read it. So because the Arabic prayers are recited in Arabic and mm. it's Quran. So we, we know some of the words, but we actually don't. I can no. read Arabic without actually understanding what you're saying, what you're saying. So, so when someone's speaking it to That's you you don't really so so like there's absolutely certain words like we we go over time but what will happen is in islamic systems because arabic is the official language of the quran like you know mm. and prayers and whatnot they you know when islam spread it spread to all these non-muslim lands mm. and so they develop like over like centuries like these training systems where you can actually learn and most kids like myself like my kids we actually learn without understanding language. there has been a push in later years especially amongst my generation to understand it but yeah to perform like a prayer you've mm. actually got to uh, know arabic and so that's where like there's like growing up and this will go to your some of like tying with your parents and some of the challenging parts of religion we used to go to quran class and man those teachers mm. were strict we did were they beat st- you you know, uh, sometimes, it's sometimes, okay. sometimes, you It'll know, I remember, okay. one, I remember one time, like if you'd mess up, they put a pen between your hand and they would squeeze. Mm-mm. And then, and then years later, those same teachers, they're all sweet grandfathers. They never do none of that. But back in the day, you know, early eighties and nineties, it was hard. And like, and like, that's when you, that's when you get them when they're older. no but but you you know what it is is that it's part of for a lot of our our parents you know they came to at least let's say from a muslim background they came to canada in the 70s 80s 90s and they're like if we don't protect this faith tradition make let's say Mm. the eid the the muslim um, prayer celebration after ramadan fasting or if we don't make these traditions important for the kids they will be gone yeah, and this, like, true. anthropologically, which is a field of study, it's like it's very common in academic research to look at as like when diasporas, like when people immigrate from one country to the next, they want to hold on to what they 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 came with. You know, in fact, some people become more religious when they leave a Muslim country. They were like, because yeah. you took it for granted, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. took it for granted, and now here you're like, oh my god, if I don't build a mosque. There's gonna be no, like there's gonna be no there's mosque. gonna be no mosque there's gonna be no mosque here, right there's gonna be no mosque here so if you just, build it they will come so so just to that point like Josh like uh you know uh, do 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 your parents have any role in like faith formation in the children no um my dad's not around anymore and uh, my mom's not really too religious so um no again up to that um, you know Catholic school board. 
just still right now. I think I think it is fascinating because. But 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 one thing before you continue, one thing I'm actually very proud of is that my kids are actually questioning the religion. It was very it was a very proud moment for me. It's like he, he it was I can't remember exactly what it was, but he questioned something like if this is this, then how does this make sense? And I was like, ask your teacher. <laughs> you know it, it, it's a great point and i'll add a point but i want to hear from you quincy like in terms of like the role that your parents play like in the faith formation of your children well my kids are surrounded by a lot of uh you know chris uh christian uh christianity christianity and uh my daughter goes to a catholic school um, so, uh, you know, they, they get it from, you know, from all, all sides, you know, they, uh, there's a lot of influence around them. So, um, yeah, um, me, uh, me per se, I don't really preach anything to them. Um, I, I, I don't pray often myself, you know, but, uh, you know, usually when I do pray, I, I pray for others, you know, but yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't yep. really... I don't really sit them down and, and, and uh, discuss religion with them, right? Um, yeah. So, I got a question, though. Go ahead. Why isn't there a Christian school? Why is there any Catholic schools? Oh, so this is simple. Fun fact in Ontario. The reason is, in Ontario, at the time, the public school system was effectively the Protestant system because there was more Protestants than Catholics. That's good so, to know. So they actually had to create a separate Catholic system for the minority who were in Catholics in Quebec, it was the opposite. So then, but then obviously as it grew over time in Ontario, you have more diverse populations in the public system. And a lot of people have even said like, we want to have like funding for Muslim schools or other schools or whatever. And it's not fair that you have it for Catholic schools. That's just the legacy system in Ontario. So mm -hmm. it, it is interesting that we are in a secular post-Christian society, but so many of those things, especially with Christianity are tied in like Easter's a holiday at one point sunday everything is influenced by uh, Christianity, the yeah. whole damn world is influenced by well especially this. in this part especially in this part of the world and, and 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 i i think i think you're right is that irrespective of what people practice um or not you can't deny religion's influence in the world mm -hmm. even up to mm -hmm. right now like yeah. as you said josh like you're a very critical reasoner around religion but then when yeah. you watch those uh, those shows like uh, the Viking and stuff like that, you see yeah. how they had um, the the English going around trying to spread Christianity now, yeah. right? So yeah, they're, they're holy wars. Yeah, they had a lot of holy wars, <laughs> and uh, you know, damn Templars. They, they, they tried to everybody. make that the main religion in the world, right? Mm. And, and, and even even today, it's like you know whether it's something like Islamophobia or anti-Semitism or like extreme right wing radicalism like like a lot of people will use religion as that tool so like you know and, and a lot of people are like back to the children a lot of people like in our community in the muslim community like there was this huge push amongst muslim families to like check in like post 9 11 on like to make sure like young adult muslim men weren't being radicalized right Shit. because it, it because it's like and that shadow still the casts of Paul even 20 years later where you're like you're always trying to, to make sure that like the understanding of the faith is in congruence with the society you live in because it's true any religion but I'm talking specifically for my faith background can be used you can grab a passage there 
and you can be like, oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. And that passage was written 1,400 years ago. You have no scholarly expertise on it. Yeah. You're just reading <laughs> it, and it was like, and you're like, how does it apply? In in, in I spent some time with Christians, theologians, and there's something called exegesis, which is how do you take something from the Bible mm-hmm. and bring it to the world you live in? How do you literally pull it away? And when you're reading stuff about like stoning or beheading or chastity and stuff like that like a lot of people in the west chastity belts yeah imagine what those smell a lot lot of people in the world are like are like i don't know how that fits with my modern milieu and i think for us to pass it to the kids when just josh to your point is like when your child will ask you something about religion that you yourself have a critical question with yeah you know you sometimes just it's not good enough for a youtube generation to pass it off and be like yeah yeah just trust god like you have like you know like like (laughs) like like, like, believe well we're educating our children in, in modern ways and they're getting influences from around the world so these questions like if religion's a box then you are going to get these questions. So rather than, and at least in my opinion, um, and it'll bring us to our next point is you can't hide from worldviews. You have to engage them. So so my question is here is, do you want your children to have your faith system when they grew up, when they go up? Option A is yes, absolutely. Option B is no, they are free to decide. Option C is I'd like them to have some aspect of my faith value system. I'll go first. So for me, it would be yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you where that, where that comes from is that, you know, post 9-11, it was so hard to be Muslim. And, you know, having these kids with these Muslim names, it is maybe a little bit selfish. And they're going to have to decide what kind of Muslims they want to be if they want to be at all, right? But I will say that we did have to fight to form that identity so part of me is like if you're gonna really understand it understand it for who you are but at least understand that there were struggles to even exist as as we are like the all the stuff you take for granted right now wasn't here you know just out of out of the blue people built that around you what about you josh um as you probably taken it from so far from what i've been saying like i i'm a firm believer in people making their own decisions but even with that said like there is things you can use and instill your children with like from religion that can keep them like grounded slash like out of jail they go with option c yeah so it's like a little b and c like i like i don't need like i guess that my my faith system as in like take what you want from it and use it to better yourself. Like, don't just follow word for word. This is what it says. This is what I have to do because like that doesn't, then, then you're just a lemming. You know what I mean? You're just following the crowd. Don't follow blindly is what you're saying. Yeah. Open your eyes. Ask some what about, questions. What, what about you, Quincy? Um, I would go with C as well. Um, I would say that, me myself, I'm not a I'm not a, a diehard Christian, right? So I can't expect my kids to be that way. I mean, so if they choose to follow it like to the T, that's up to them. And uh, I mean, the Bible uh, was written by a man, so who knows what how much he has changed of the of it, right? Like, who knows what's was there before and what wasn't, right? We don't, right? All we, all we know is this is a book that we're supposed to learn from 
Mm-hmm. But who knows uh, what the uh, you know what the agenda was of the of the author of the Bible? You have no idea. Well, so wasn't, it mean, a, wasn't it a few people? It's a few people, right? Because <laughs> there's a book of this, a book of that, and yeah. this guy's. But, <laughs> And, and that and that is a fantastic point, right? And I think one of the interesting points about us three being these dads who are friends, who come from different vantage points, is we inform each other's opinions, right? Mm. And I think that is something that maybe when traditional religion wasn't was revealed, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if it had modern day Toronto slash Canada in its mix nah, of right like right nah. and, and, and and i think that is the interesting thing that i've learned from the two of you is that like a lot of my worldviews sometimes have been complimented but sometimes challenged right and mm-hmm. and i think and vice versa there's that word again Vice-y, is that Vice-y. is that that exchange of ideas is what a good society is built on that's yeah. how you get from like not just one group to me taking over society with their systems like yeah say, right like and, and i think that is templaring it up yeah and, and i think <laughs> That, but, that's but, another thing I wanted to say. It's like they, they, there are, um, uh, we call it uh, tablets or whatever with ancient scripture on it, right? That has been translated over time, right? But like what the translation is, who really knows, right? Just some, who knows? It's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like when you look at like the Egyptian um, hieroglyphics, script, like hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics and yeah. stuff. It's just like, Oh, um, this means that. Like, who told you that? Like, but they, you know what? This? They also said that the hieroglyphics show that there was another species that came from above. There you go, but no teaches, one believes in that shit. The teachers civilization. But, but everyone that believes in aliens is some crazy conspiracy theorist. Because I mean, what if religion is an allegory, right? A lot, a lot, a lot of people say that, and I think as a way to conclude our session today, that's why it's called faith. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at some point you have to make that leap, because I think especially as a rational person, my grandfather said this to me once. He goes, if you keep questioning faith and faith and faith and faith, eventually you're just going to slide right off. Oh, and, and, <laughs> I was told and, that by a, by a Muslim, actually. Yeah. And, so, and, and, listen, and listen, See, this because, is this is the, the rebuttal. And, and this is and this is this is the debate <laughs> that's going to continue on into the world forever right and it, mm-hmm. it existed when faith was revealed and mm-hmm. it exists it'll exist now and it'll exist in the future but the, the 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 cool part about this is you know like in terms of secularization theory which said religion was going away arguably that's been debunked it's actually still here it's stronger, stronger it's there it's not and, going but, but but so so is modern, now everyone so is needs some, something to believe in yeah but it needs hope you got a hope, hope for something espe- yeah. especially Pray. especially in the yeah. world so as, as a you know, as a as a as a final as a final sort of like uh, thought for like the the day, it's it's um, uh, I'll pass it to you two to give a, us a final thought. Josh, first, what's your final thought on faith? Don't be a lemming, Quincy. Final thought on faith. Well, uh, I know uh, we we've talked about this uh, some things in the in the in the past, especially uh, Josh. Yeah, I remember you mentioned. Uh, being God fearing, right? No, oh. something that we, uh, we that we spoke about. Well, yeah, I uh, I would say someone that teaches you to fear God is uh, more trying to exert control over you. Mm. Whereas having faith in God, you know, it's more a liberation of the mind. You know, uh, God is a forgiving God. God is a loving God. 
and mm -hmm. that's more of a positive point of view that you can also be thought by by you know by people that believe in uh, in the religion so um you know there are good things to take away from it you know uh don't turn a blind eye to it and be respect uh, respectful to others that you know have their beliefs you know every, yeah. everybody uh have their own opinion on, on life and uh you know we should just all be respectful towards one another well in in that in that same that same thought like if someone's coming and forcing it on me or banging on my door or telling me mm -hmm. that i'm going to hell yeah. because i'm not doing what they're doing is that respecting me that's not respecting you that's not respecting yeah, me at all it's it's that it's that balance on freedom of religion and freedom from mm -hmm. religion that's sort of a mm -hmm. like a good society mm -hmm. you'd hope is built on right is that yeah. you have your right to your faith yeah. but you also don't have your right to force it down my throat exactly right, right? Like and, and, and i just and, come and say hey check this out and then i were to like oh this is cool where are you guys going can i come to your church then okay but like don't don't just yeah forcing it, it forcing it on others is more likely to turn them away exactly right? well and, 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 what happens. And, and and just like us the the conversation will continue because with new immigrants to canada with the diverse populations this question is one that canadian society will be grappling with for a long time so this is the debating dads i'm your man adder that's my man quincy that's my man josh right back at you and we'll see everyone next time.